It seems to me there are two kinds of kids walking in this building. Stoop kids, corner kids. Excuse me? No, stoop kids. They're the ones that stay on the front steps when the parents tell them. The others go down to the corners. Ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into the Stoop Kids podcast, you're kicking it with Kai. It's your boy Ralphie, and you are tuned into another episode of After Hours. This week, we will be reviewing the 2021 film Judas and the Black Messiah, directed by Shaka King and starring Daniel Kaluuya, Lakeith Stanfield, and a whole bunch of other awesome black actors. <laughs> oh, Jesse Plemons. Yeah, I was gonna say you got you got yeah, yeah, Jesse, Jesse Plemons. Plemons. Show respect to Jesse Plemons. Yeah. Um, Martin Sheen as well, legendary actor. Yes, sir. True. Um, before we get into it, we were joined by a special guest. Introduce yourself, brother. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So normally, nah, this, fuck oh, out no, of here. I got you, I got you, I got you. I, got you. <laughs> I want to introduce myself. <laughs> Yo, no, 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 I got you, I got you. Nah, so, that bullshit. No, 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 no. So that no, war zone. No, right, no, 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 no. So normally, normally, <laughs> this man is usually our our intern. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but hold on. But for today, for today, because the we're, camera. we're missing one of our main cast members, our main members of the, of the group. We're promoting my boy, Steffi Newton, to see Mike, to to, to Mike C. So, my boy, Stephanie Newton, what's up, man? What's going on, family? How's everything, man? COVID taps? COVID taps. COVID taps. <clears throat> yeah, so um, this was a highly anticipated movie. Once again, uh, we got another HBO Max release. Hopefully one that is much better than the last two. Uh, we, w- yeah. we didn't have that many nice things to say about the last two movies. Uh, but we've both been waiting on this movie. Uh, Steph, I think you've been waiting on this movie, too, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so um, it's finally here. So, I guess we could just... Cut straight to the shits. Let's do it. How did how did we feel about the movie? I'll start with you first, Rob. Um, I like the movie overall. It's definitely better than uh, the last couple outings that we've been getting. Yeah. From HBO Max. Uh, I like the movie. I thought it was well acted. Mm-hmm. I think Daniel Kaluuya, and I I really mean this, I think Daniel Kaluuya is one of the top young actors we have right now. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think he does such a phenomenal job as Fred Hampton Jr., man. Yeah. Just fucking well, I, absolutely I, amazing. This was the first... I, I like Daniel Kaluuya since Get Out, but this was probably the first movie where he really made the role his own. Like, he's really the standout. Because even in Get Out, like, he's he's kind of, like, just the guy like, yeah. that things are happening to. And then, you know, Black Panther was definitely, like, a much smaller role. And then even in, like, Sicario, like... He, um, I don't know if you, have you ever seen the movie Widows? No, I've actually never seen it. That's a really good movie mm-hmm. and, a, and another really good performance. Oh, something. That's why I'm saying like I think he's okay. Okay, he's, he's really good. Yeah, in, in my opinion. Okay, okay, yeah, but like that was the one thing that stood out to me about this. This was the first time that I had seen him and he really like stood out. It was like his scenes were the scenes where I was like watching and paying the most attention. But uh, Steph, what would you think of the film? Um, well, first Fred Hampton, not Fred Hampton. Jr. I know. I I apologize for that. I definitely messed up. <laughs> it's Fred Hampton. You're right. No, you're right. Um, nah, it was a great movie. Uh, shout out to HBO Max for bringing the heavy hitters to their platform, too, actually, because, because damn, like, mm. and, I'm fucking happy about that. But, um, no, what what I would like more about that move, that film was that, being that I know the story, mm-hmm. I wish I had that excitement of like, yo, what's going to happen with um, Bill Ye- O'Neill? Yeah. Like, is he going to get caught? You know that suspense. Yes, and that, and that's and that's what I was gonna say. Um, so I enjoyed this movie a hell of a lot. Um, this is definitely easily one of the my favorites out of the HBO movies that we've gotten. Um, but yeah, I I, I, I thought the same thing. My 
my knowledge of Fred Hampton and the Black Panthers is, is actually pretty recent, dating back to when we had went to LA, when we went to uh, the Broad Museum, yeah, and, and the Soul in the Soul Cycle exhibit, and that's where I saw like the the uh, door, the, yeah, the recreation of Fred Hampton's door, and that led to I was like, huh, this is very interesting, and I did some reading, and then I ended up learning more about it. And last year's um, Charlie Chicago Seven, my favorite movie of last year, where there was another uh, rendition. There was another portrayal of Fred Hampton in that movie, mm-hmm. and we actually hear about what's going on in that movie, in that movie, in this movie. Um, so yeah, my knowledge of going going into this movie was I had a little bit more background knowledge than I would have had before that. Um, but I didn't know about William O'Neill. I didn't know about Bill O'Neill. I didn't know about the whole undercover thing. And I'm gonna be honest, when I heard about this movie, I thought that was actually like dramatized. I thought that was an element that they were putting in the movie. To kind of make it more of a movie, I didn't know that th- that this was a true, like a true story. That they had someone undercover. undercover yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I thought that I thought they were playing around with history just to like sell it as as mo- being more of like uh, a thriller. Yeah. Um, um just, not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. that is probably my. I have two critiques about the movie. Okay, and that's one of them. I kind of wish it was more of a biopic of Fred Hampton. Yeah. Versus, I my favorite parts of the movie are when Daniel Clue and Fred Hampton is on screen. Yeah. Um, I didn't really care that much about Lakeith Stanfield, and I'll get there in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish it was just more of a, a biopic similar to Malcolm X. Yeah. I would well, love that way more. Yeah, well, and I was actually, in, in doing some background uh, reading about the making of the film, when the original writers had came up with the idea, their original pitch was, they were saying, okay, like, so this is this movie meets The Departed. Like, that was their initial pitch when pitching this movie. Uh-huh. So I think that's why there was more focus on the undercover element in it. But um, I guess without further ado, let's just jump straight into the story. And then at any time you guys want to jump in, mm-hmm. just let me know. Um, so the movie basically opens up on uh, Lakeith Stanfield's Bill O'Neill, which I got to say, um, Lakeith Stanfield just continues to do a fucking knockout job in every role that, he, that he's in. Like whether big or small, like he, he really makes things his own. And he just continues to like act the hell out of everything. But anyway... Um, so he's basically a petty criminal, and he's, and in this opening scene, he walks into this bar and impersonating an FBI officer to steal someone's car, which is pretty, was a good scene too. It was a good scene. Um, I did a really good job of just pulling me into the story because I was like, oh, what the fuck's happening? Like I didn't, I didn't know anything that was happening. I, right. So then when he pulls out the the wallet and it's and it's obviously fake as hell, I'm like, oh shit. And then he basically gets told by this FBI agent played by Jimmy Plemons, like, hey, Jesse Plemons, Jesse Plemons, sorry, that um. You're gonna you're gonna help us, or you're gonna do a lot of jail time, mm-hmm. and we need you to go undercover with the Panthers. And I was like, "How is that gonna work?" And I guess it's as easy as going to a class. Yeah. And it, I, I guess it skips time. It skips ahead, and mm-hmm. he's already in with the Panthers, and he's trying to make his bones. Um, and just off the bat, what I did like about this movie was I like that the movie showed both sides of the Black Panthers, where it showed you know the part that a lot of America and the government and uh, the um, the FBI were afraid of, you know, this militant black group um, that, that that had armed themselves and were protecting themselves and seeing how dangerous they thought those guys were. But at the same time, also showing like, no, these were people that were trying to educate and protect and feed and um, make sure that that people within their neighborhoods were, were OK and that they were that they were safe. Like they set up the medical clinic, they set up the, the food clinic and showing the good that they were doing. And from the beginning, the movie shows you like, OK, there's going to be two sides to this coin. And there's a pull, there's a pull, there's a push and pull between almost like every character. I feel like every character in this movie had two sides to them, and we even see that in uh, Fred Hampton's first scene when he gets it when he's um talking to the college kids, 
and there's kids in dashikis and they have their their uh their black pride and African pride stuff going on, and he kind of like shits on them a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's like you got you guys aren't really for the revolution or, or just wearing a dashiki isn't good enough. And you have black people that are just like, man, get the fuck out of here, and like walk out on him. Mm -hmm. And then that's also where he meets his um his future girlfriend for the first time, which which was a nice scene. I also want to shout her out as well. Um, Yo, I um I thought she was really young because I remember seeing her in uh, Project Power. She yeah. plays she plays a high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a teenager, right? Yeah. Um, she, I knew her from. She was actually in the Deuce, and she played. Uh, she Deuce. played. Yeah, on HBO. She plays a. Um, she actually plays a prostitute that actually ends up like cleaning, her, cleaning up her act and going to school and becoming educated and shit. But yeah, um, becoming educated and shit. <laughs> that's what it was. But um, I gotta say, I really enjoyed their chemistry. The chemistry between her and Fred um, was was really cool. I agree. And as the movie progresses, so this movie's kind of like it doesn't really follow like a real, real uh, plot line. It's kind of just like showing you things throughout history that were happening. Yeah. Um, one thing that I did find um interesting was and something I didn't know about was Fred's organization of the uh, Rainbow Coalition. So, like, that there were these other yeah. groups inside Chicago that were kind of doing the same things the Panthers were doing. Latino. But just, yeah, yeah. yeah, with the Latinos and you had the lo the lower class uh, whites. The whites, yeah. Yeah, which was Which really, I didn't even know. I didn't know about that either. Which, freaking crazy. He walks into a room with the Confederate flag and yeah. these no white people. Either. And these white people are cool with it, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, they're agreeing with what he's saying. And and you know what? That brought up such an interesting thing for me because if if you realize, if you notice it, there is that there is that push and pull even in today's society between you have you know blacks that are art that are fighting for certain things, but then you also have like lower class white lower class whites um, or less privileged white people that should essentially be on the same side, but aren't like they're we're essentially fighting for the same thing mm -hmm. you know for like for healthcare and for and to be treated because in their neighborhoods cops roll through and they treat them the same yeah because yeah, yeah. to those cops it's not a fa it's not a it's not a race thing it's a it's a crime thing so it's like oh i'm in a bad neighborhood i don't care who what color you are i'm gonna fuck you up because i feel like i'm in danger constantly mm -hmm. and was, they have their yeah. own issues that, that was an eye-opener for me yeah actually seeing that white people some you know whites had the same issues the struggles yeah that we had yeah know? um and also shout outs to the to the other actors. I know I just said a bunch of talented yeah. black actors. Ashton Sanders. Ashton Sanders from um Yeah, Moonlight. From Moonlight and um Wu Tang he did, as well. He did, a, he did a good job. Yeah. He did his thing. Um Algie Smith, who's also in Euphoria, I know him from. Um I forgot what that what that young woman's from. The one the one who got shot? Yeah. I think she was in something as well, but I can't remember off the top yeah, of Yeah, she did look familiar. Yeah, but 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 the talent the talent in this movie is is that is once again, like I said, um outstanding. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the movie hits a point where Fred goes to jail, and I guess the movie kind of, like, turns up in that aspect, and it's like all hell breaks loose, mm -hmm. and that's what I was saying, I was like, I don't know how much of this is dramatized, and I don't know how much of it actually happened, mm -hmm. because like I said, this movie, while it is based on true events feels like a movie like this movie is structured like a thriller that's why i was like damn like this is happening all a little too like hollywood like mm -hmm. um because like as soon as he goes as soon as he goes to jail and like there's no more like real leadership it's like this movie like turns and turns into the departed like you got shootouts happening and and, and um and lakeith stanfield really kind of plays the i guess not 
Leonardo DiCaprio role, but the more of the Matt Damon role, mm-hmm. uh, just being the being the rat essentially, um, in this push and pull. I, one thing that I will say that I didn't, the movie could have did a better job at was, even though I feel like you're not supposed to really caring about uh, Will O'Neill's side of the story, where it's like I think he's kind of set up as like a clear villain up until the very last scene. He's a rat. Nobody likes rats. But that's what. But that. But that's what I'm saying. Like. That's like that's cool. Like we get that, but in a in a film that's two hours, you know, like we could get some we can get some more nuance on him. It's like the movie wanted to establish, like, hey, we don't like this guy, but it's like, okay, we don't have like I didn't like Thanos, but I understood Thanos. I understood what he was doing. Yeah. Whereas I feel like Will O'Neill was just like easily manipulated, and I'm like almost like rolling my eyes at the scenes where it's like he knows he's doing things that are wrong. Man, this nigga is scum. <laughs> Yo, at one point I felt like he was gonna do some good when he's at the rally. Yes. And um, the cop sees the, the yeah he's there yeah. and he's he's still chanting, mm-hmm. and I'm just like I am a revolutionary, and I'm just like yo maybe he's like starting to feel guilty yeah about what he's doing yeah well I definitely get the sense that like he did like he was for the cause and for what I mean by that like even when the the building burnt down he he, he felt some spear, type of he spearheaded the the, the renovation cleanup. yeah of it. And you're right, at that rally, it looked like he was intense, he was into it. And that's why Whatchamacall called him out. He was like, yo, you either deserve, either you believe in this shit, or you deserve an Academy Award. Right. Yeah. Um, I think he did believe in it, but at the end of the day, FBI is putting money in his pocket, so. Yeah, and keeping him out of jail. At the end of the day, a rat is still a rat. A rat is still a rat, that's a fact. But nah, to piggyback off Kai's point, and this is what I was also saying earlier, I just didn't care for Lakeith Stanfield's. Um, character, character one, because he's a rat, but two, yeah. just like I don't, I don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. Like I know that Fred Hampton like has a girlfriend, has a um, yeah, a, a baby on the way. And like, if I, I care about what is going on with him, yeah. he's in jail, and like, and I think this movie would have been better served as a biopic, and like in a regular movie, mm-hmm. starting from scratch, you have Lakeith Stanfield coming as Will O'Neill like halfway through, mm. and be like, oh, this is Bill O'Neill. Oh shit, this is the guy that's going to betray him later on in the movie or at the yeah. end of the movie. I don't know. I just felt like that would have been a better film. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Because like I said, I feel like at points the movie wanted to wanted you to sympathize with him but then like just when you like it was about to like lean in that direction it pulls back and has him do something like terrible. There's, there's not, nothing I don't sympathize with him at all, well, man. Yeah, and it's like but it, like I said the movie's like almost hesitant toward, towards it and I'm like you don't have to be like this is like you're telling you're being like you're telling an objective point of, you're telling this story from an objective point of view. Technically, you're not supposed as a film. You're not supposed to really side with anybody. Right. So you could have so- shown him at home with his family, with his mother, or like show. And the movie did take make attempts to show different sides of different characters. Because I mean, jumping a little forward, when we see uh, one of the kids ends up like going off, to, like going crazy and like shooting up a bunch of cops, right. we go and see his mother with um, Fred there. Yeah, Fred there, seeing his mother and she's talking to him and like, hey, like my son is not a monster. I know that's the way they're gonna portray. It. And it's like, um. Will O'Neill never got that moment, no. especially for someone that is, whether you like it or not, one of our protagonists in this story. Like we follow him enough. Okay, let me. All right, so that, that's a, that. That brings an important question: Is he a protagonist? I think we follow him enough, and I think that he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. But you can have piece of shit protagonists. Like Tony. nah, but you can have an antihero, not a, a straight up. Dude, he's gonna betray. He's a uh, uh, damn. What's the dude? What's the dude in the Bible that betrays Jesus three times? Judas? Yeah, nah, is it Judas? That movie's called. Nah, Judas. nah, nah. What's the other one? 
that the betrays Peter, right? Betrays Peter. I don't know. I'm not a person that's great in the Bible, but um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that that's. I don't. There's nothing good about Bill O'Neill. Nothing. No, I I, I agree. And then I don't know if you guys seen the documentaries like with, um, with uh, Bill O'Neill. Um, at the end of the day, he said, you know, he 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 didn't feel no remorse because. He never had. Um, I also think he was lying. He never claimed. He never had. He never claimed loyal loyalty. I to, believe that. You know. I believe that. To, you know, the, to the Black Panther. He party. was. I mean, at the end, he could just be doing his job as an informant. I, you know? I, I think. But I don't believe it either. I think he. I think he was lying. I think he did feel an overwhelming amount of guilt. There's no way. There's no the, way. He spent way too much time with them and all that for that to ever be just a job. And you then know? to kill yourself. Yeah. Like well, because he. I'm sure. Like, it, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's maybe. not a spoiler. I mean, this happened thirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's not a spoiler. It's um, nah, but I, he killed. I think, I think he mm-hmm. killed himself because of the overwhelming amounts of backlash he was about to get after that interview came out. Because I don't think a lot of people knew that he betrayed Fred Hampton up to that point. No. Or was that was that a, 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 like a known thing? I don't know. To be honest, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think anyone ever knew called prior own. to that. Yeah, mm. you know. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. I never knew that much about J. Edgar Hoover. This movie paints him out, and he could be. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know much about J. Edgar Hoover outside of him just being uh, the lead, the director of the FBI. He is the worst person in this entire movie. He's terrible. Of he, course. He is terrible. Yeah. The FBI does create. You know, I don't even want to do no conspiracy. Nah, nah do, do your shit, bro. <laughs> just a place for it. Talk your shit, bro. <laughs> the FBI was created to take down the Black Panther, any type of black movement. I, 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 I feel like. No, yeah. I mean, but if that's you, that's what his sole purpose was. Fam, uh, it, it's gone on note that uh, California gun laws became what they are to combat the Black Panthers. You used to be able to open carry in California, and yeah. Reagan, Reagan put that yep. law in place literally to disarm the Black Panthers. Yep, yep. For no, for no one else, for no other reason. What's that guy? Uh, Roy Mitchell, was it? Yeah, yeah, Roy Mitchell. Um, in the movie, I kind of felt like he was, see, in a way, kind of like. You know, this is this is kind of getting out of hand when when uh, Hoover is asking him, "Kill him." What? No, like, uh, well, that too, but like asking him, "What would you do? What, what are you gonna do when your daughter brings me oh, a yeah. Negro?" I really like that scene. Cause yeah, I was, yeah, I was so interested to hear that what was, he was say. Yeah, yeah, that was a great scene. That, that was a great scene. Yeah, made me feel like Roy Mitchell had some type of heart. Right. Well, see, but but that's what I was saying from the beginning of the movie. The movie does establish that there's two sides to every single person yeah. in this movie. Like you have the like, I guess you would have the radical side, and then you have the more like tame human side. Because he like, but that's what I was saying. Like even like Will O'Neill's like there are there were scenes where it showed that he was a little bit conflicted or that he was trying to do the right thing in parts. Mm-hmm. I just wanted them to delve deeper with that. If that's the character we're going to spend the whole movie on, yeah. or a large percentage of the movie on. You can play around with just scenes with with minor characters, but when you're talking about one of the leading men in the movie, like you got you got to go deep. The same way you went deep or a little bit deeper with, with with Fred. Yeah, like is Roy Mitchell racist? But see that that's why I love about that scene so much yeah. because that's a he scene, never really and, and, and he got around answering the question. Yeah. I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, I'm waiting for his answer. <laughs> yo, me too. I'm because, like, yo, what is he gonna say? Because you know what, like I feel like you can pull that you can pull that card on a lot of people. Well, they'll say, oh, you know, I'm not racist or, hey, I don't have any um, ill will towards anybody. And it's like, okay, well, how do you feel about your son or daughter coming home with a black person? Yeah, and this is a white guy speaking to another white guy. He could have told him anything like, oh, you know, he knew knew there was only one right answer. 
Yeah. And he didn't want to say it because that would have made him feel like a piece of shit. You 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 think he's racist or doing his job? Um uh Roy or, both. or both. Yeah, yeah. I think it I think in that I think in that room he only had one answer. He, there was but then one we don't answer, know how true answer. this. It could be fictionalized. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. In, the, in the context, of in the movie. context of the movie, yeah. I don't think he's racist. I think I think just he's, he's just working orders. for a racist boss for hundred percent. Oh, I think he's following orders. orders. Well, yes. I, I think I think what um, similar to, similar to like Christoph Waltz um, in Django, Django Unchained. Um, damn, what's the villain's name? That's terrible. Hans Landa. Hans Landa, I don't think hates Jewish people, but he's working for the Nazis, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, what, okay. I th- what I think it is, I think he's become disillusioned by a racist institution to the point that he is now fall- he is now fallen victim to racism. So there is a, there is such a thing about, there's such a thing as racism by proxy, which is basically like if you are close enough and associate yourself with enough racism or any type of hatred or discrimination or whatever, and you do nothing to uh, impede it or stop it or distance uh, yourself from it, you are you you are then racist by proxy. It's not like, are you the are you on the same level of racism? And and, and that's the thing, racism is not a black and white thing. No pun intended. Um, it's it really there is there's levels to it. There's shades of gray. You know what I mean? Like there's there's, there's certain levels of racism. Are you a, are you a white supremacist racism racist? No. But if you're someone that's like the, the stomach of the the idea of like your daughter or son, you know, dating someone outside of their race, uh, and what your children look like or whatever, that's all that's all a seed of racism. You know what I mean? Like, are you on that same level? Nah. But our see, but I interpreted that scene as far as him being like, well, like, what would be the problem with her coming with a black woman? I, I don't understand what you're trying to ask me. See, I thought he, I, 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 I interpreted that scene as like he knew that there was only one right answer. Like he knew where his boss stood. And he, right. Yeah. That he was just, he was definitely avoiding that. But answer. I, I thought the, I that thought, he and I, I I didn't think he was racist. That's, and I also that's what I think. But I also think that that scene was him coming to terms with his own. Because you know what, that might that's a that could be a, a harsh like like I said, things are gray. So that can also be a harsh reality coming to the fact coming to the the fact that it's like oh shit like damn I might I might harbor some preconceived notions about some prejudice, another, yeah. some prejudice against I might myself be racist to a certain extent. You know, that's not something that's easy to admit within yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's literally admitting a fault within yourself. So, yeah, but I'm glad you brought that scene up because that, that was one of my favorite yeah, scenes. Yeah, that was a good scene. That mm-hmm. was one of my... You know what scene I wanted it to work for me and it just didn't? The scene when uh, Lakeith Stanfield goes, where they go to the where they go to meet the um the other black group. I forgot what their names were. They were, they were fictional. The, the, the crime, the, the crime, the crowns, right? the crowns, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was actually led by my boy um from uh, Atlanta. That was my yes, yeah. he's the the cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not oh. cousin. Um, Tracy, the roommate. He's he's Tracy. He's not the cousin. He's, not he's the one's cousin. No, he's the one that beats up. Wait, yeah, he's the guy that just got out of jail. No, he's a, he's just a friend. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, but no, he's, he's the guy that beats up Donald. Donald yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I was so happy to see him. I was Yo, like, and I was staring at him for like five minutes. I'm like, where do I know this face from? Yes, he had a ways. He had the fro off. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah, so so he goes, he goes. They go to talk to the crowns once again. Daniel Kaluuya just like is such a badass pulling up there. He's got no guns. He's like, yo, we all peaceful over here, and they got and they just surrounded. And it's like if these other guys wanted to, they could tear them apart. Uh, uh, Fred Hampton is just so fearless, and it's just like, yo, everything's gonna be all right. And just, but uh, one of the guys spots him and recognizes him from uh, from when he stole his car. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think we needed that little cut where it's like, oh hey, remember that this is this guy from then? Yes. I thought that was a weird cut. It was like, mm-hmm. come on, just trust your audience. Yes. It wasn't that long ago. 
Um, yeah, still beginning of the movie, right? Yeah. And uh, homegirl gets suspicious, and they drive, and it's like, and they stop the car, and it's like, uh, she starts asking him questions. She starts interrogating him. Like, how the fuck do you know? And she points the gun at him. And the whole time, like I said, if this wasn't, uh, if, I just know he's going to get out of it. Yeah, of um, course. So the, the tension that was supposed to be there just wasn't, especially knowing how the movie is leading to its inevitable conclusion. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I, I get it because this is an undercover movie and we need the undercut, like the skeptic scene. And it, it just, it, it kind of fell flat for me. It could have been better executed. I agree. Yeah. Or just not needed. Yeah. Or that, you know? Yeah. I think, I think a better thing would have been like, because after that, they never cast suspicion on him again. So, to me, I think the real conflict of the movie would have been like, yo, is this guy really falling for these guys? Like, mm-hmm. I think they should have really leaned into the relationship between all these people, like, between all these Black Panthers. And just, mm-hmm. like, to the point where they're all, like, brothers in arms. Instead of, like, I, I just didn't think we needed that particular scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like I said, all actors involved still did a really good job at, at selling it. Uh, let, me, let me ask you a question, though. Because hmm? this, this is my other gripe with the movie. And my other gripe is kind of, like, Lakeith Stanfield. Who I like. Okay. But I didn't buy him as someone that is living in the nineteen late 1960s, early 1970s. He does have a very contemporary... Yes. Yeah. He even says... um, um, What's the phrase that he keeps saying that's a contemporary phrase? It's the... Um, oh, it's fuck something. Fuck you mean? I don't know if they said that in the 60s like that. <laughs> like, what? I don't know. I could be wrong. I've said I didn't grow up in the 1960s. But, like, he's acting too contemporary. Yeah. Where, like, Dan Clue is... You, you know what I mean? Because I, I felt like that when it I seen... It took me out the movie sometimes. When I seen Lil Rel. Yeah. yeah I felt yeah. like that, too. Well, okay. He's a comedian, though. Okay. You know, I kind of give him cut him slack for and, that. And this is what I was going to say. This movie looks like it could have taken place at any time. Um, You don't really see that much... Like, I guess maybe because a lot of that fashion is still in style. Like, uh, like and a lot of that stuff ended up coming back around, like, just wearing, the, like, the black leather jackets and the, the black turtlenecks and stuff like that. But it's like... You didn't really get a real feeling that this movie took place. I don't even think they told us the year. Nah. They didn't tell us the year. And it's like, the movie feels almost modern day. Like, for the exception of the cars. Yeah. Because, um, and, me, and, the, and the guns, I guess, that they were using. But that took me out the movie, man. Just yeah, the fact that... Yeah, action scene, dude. He dressed like that in real life. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I, I, dress like this every, I, I dress like this once a week. <laughs> but, um, man, that, that, that's just one, like... I think Lakeith is a good... He's kind of like... I don't know if you ever seen Orlando... You know who Orlando Bloom is, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You ever seen him in like modern day movies? He's always no. like playing someone that's... In a leather existing jacket? Some, no, in just like... Time in, in another time period. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I kind of feel like, like that's... Because I think Because when I think of him, I think of him in like Troy and Pirates of the Pirates Caribbean. Like old, old movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, So like I, I feel like it's kind of like Lakeith Sample. Like he's... I think he's too contemporary of a person himself that he can't act like someone from the 70s or like past that and I could be wrong mm-hmm. for future roles for him don't get me wrong but I don't know I just I just didn't buy the fact that he was like living a man in the 60s 70s mm-hmm. I will tell you one thing though this but movie... Daniel Kaluuya Kaluuya what is it Kaluuya, Kaluuya. Yeah, that's how you pronounce his name I think it's Daniel Kaluuya cause I don't wanna mess up his name cause I I like him he's yeah. good I uh, felt like he he embodied that Kaluuya bro he's amazing that, that time frame yes, like, yes, he, yes. he looked like what they yeah. did a good job. Well, that was the next thing I wanted to get into was uh, when it came... I don't know if these were real Fred Hampton speeches that he was doing. Yeah, but, some of them, yeah. Uh, those speeches, man, like, it's something special. Like I was saying about, like, when you hear, like, movie music, like, like there's movies... Like, in a movie, like, you'll have someone that's a rapper or, like, a, in a band or something. And they have to convince you that in the movie world, like, in the real world, that that's good music is hard. 
Like, the fact that he was, like, his speeches were actually, like, rousing me up. And I'm watching a movie. Like, I'm not watching, a, like, a real speech in time. Like, I'm watching a movie and I'm watching a movie speech. Yeah. And I'm feeling the feeling of the characters. That's good writing. That's good acting. Similar That's to... Acting. Charles Carter, sir? No. What? Malcolm X. Oh, Malcolm X, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sorry. We just been talking so much about Charles. Wait, Charles wait, when he goes, when he's like, I'm home. I'm home. Yeah. Hey, oh, and he's like, I am revolutionary. Yeah, yes, like, because that, that was, whole scene. Yeah, because you know what? Like, I was expecting that, and I, I, didn't think I, I didn't think that was going to move me that much just because I was in the trailer. Yeah. But when it came, I was like, I am a revolutionary. And then, like, everyone was, I'm sitting there. Like, that shit hit different. Yo, son, I'm sitting there with my fist. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> From the trailer to, <laughs> to watching to it, like, Street, that yeah. that shit hit different. That that's a special type of filmmaking. Even, yeah. even the, the 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 shot of him walking up the stairs with the crowd with the crowd. I was like, yo, this is nice. That, that's one thing I wanted to give this movie. I really like the cinematography in this movie. It's nice. I thought Very this nice. yeah. from the beginning, opening tracking shot of Lakeith getting out, and it's like this, the camera's spinning around, and it's kind of showing like his disorientation. Like, yo, all right, I'm about to do something fucking really stupid right now. Should I do it? Should I not? And like the camera's following him, and it's like. Just through the camera movements, like you were able to know what was on these characters' minds, mm-hmm. and like I loved it. And my Yo, favorite you know shot, my favorite shot. Well, what you what you were gonna say? My favorite, I think my my favorite movie shot of all history will always be the over the shoulder tracking shot that follows a character as they're going from point A to point B, and yeah. when he's when he's walking up those stairs, and you feel like you're rising with him. I was mm-hmm. just then, and like I said, and then followed by that epic speech is just amazing. My shit was when they're going to go see the crowns and they're looking through the peephole mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. just see Fred Hampton turn around. I don't know if you guys... Yeah, that was a good yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That was a good shot. Um, like, another, really, another really good shot, which I wish was longer, was um, when they're about to go to war with the police in the streets. And oh, yeah, and, yeah. And there's that tracking shot and it follows them from the street and it goes up through the window yeah. and then we're following, um, we're following Lakeith and then it cuts... And then, yeah, and I was like, "Yo, keep me there for a little bit longer." <laughs> and he's like trying to escape, right? He yeah. goes to the basement, and he, he goes, "Shit!" He sees his man. He's like, "Yo, I'm gonna go check <laughs> going up to the roof." And I was, I was so dis- that was great. I was so disappointed that it cut because speaking of tension, where the tension didn't really work for me in that, um, like that discovery scene. Like, "Yo, yeah. is, it, is he really?" When I tell you the tension was fucking high during that yes. scene with the cops outside. And that whole scene was a should be one shot. Yes, that's what that's I was saying. That's a one shot Yo, scene right there. To me, watching this movie in a lot of ways was watching the te- like it was watching the, t- the Titanic uh, set sail, where it's like it's glorious like in the beginning, but you know where it's gonna end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. So so that scene where like the cops are outside and they're antagonizing them, and my heart rate is like actually. Cause the chick is like, like in the crib, like loading up the bullets. She's yeah. like, "Yo, if this nigga say one more thing, I'm blowing <laughs> his fucking head off." And in movie world, like me thinking, like me watching a fictional movie, yeah. I would be like, "Yeah, like we want to get an action scene." Yeah. And but in this movie, I'm like, "No, no, no!" Like you're watching, like a you're watching the Hindenburg go down. Mm-hmm. Cause you know that once they start shooting at the cops, it's over. Yeah, yeah. And that 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 shootout looks crazy. And I have to give him because this isn't an action movie. The, the shootouts don't have to be super convincing, mm-hmm. but they did a real good job. And it's like visceral. And it's like when bullets start flying, shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, you're not beating the you're not beating the cops. Not 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 through shoot with three guns or whatever they had. Just, not, just like, not shotguns, bro. They're shooting shotguns like it's rifles. That yeah, was out death, there. Death by like, suicide. I mean, death suicide by, by cop. Yeah, suicide by cop. Yeah, crazy. Um, and this is all after um 
Fred Hampton goes to jail for stealing ice cream. I was kind of lost on that. How did they get him on just stealing ice cream? I think they just... Oh, um, not him. I don't know. Uh, I think it was one of the youths that... And it was like... That did it. Oh, did they, they catch him with the... And they put it on him? Uh, it, it was something like that. I thought it was the lines. harboring a fugitive crime or, or whatever. Yeah, it was. It might have been something along those lines, but it wasn't him that uh, that did the crime. Okay. But, you know... Um. But let's let's get to that last scene, man. The the uh, so when Lakeith asks, "Oh, do you want something else to drink?" Oh yeah yeah yeah. Did y'all like? If I'm Fred Hampton, I'm looking at my man crying like that. I'm gonna be like, bro, you want something? Yeah, something like, you want to tell me? I'd be like, no, thank you. You want to talk? Yeah, you want to talk about something? Cause like he looks. I understand you're supposed to look nervous. I get that, but he looks terrified. He was on a brink. Of, he was on the brink of tears. I'd be like, uh, you, let's talk about time. Of what he's about to do. And, but, right, but you, like Fred Hampton is smart. Which I want to say, the fact that he's 21 throughout this yeah, year is yeah, yeah. wild, yeah. bro. Insane, bro. When I tell you, when I tell you, all the Black Panthers were kids, bro. 21 like, did the that. Fact, that's insane. The fact that we are older than you know any of these. Uh, young the brothers will ever they, be yeah. like it's it's, it's we heartbreaking. Them. Yeah, it, it's and it's really heartbreaking because it's like when we like I just think about when I was twenty one, bro. All I cared about was getting good grades, uh, drinking on the weekends, having a good time, like no. making sure the girl that I was interested in was feeling me back. Like that was all I cared right, about. Right, right. And, and we like, weren't taking care of the community. Like we, I, was, we, I mean, we, I wasn't thinking we, about. We, like, I mean, we did community service, but we wasn't. Yeah, we did that, that, but we yeah, you know, we don't do that now. Yeah, <laughs> that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but the the whole through line of this movie just being the whole idea of sacrifice, and it's like, yeah, once you typically like once you become a father or like a husband, you realize that like, all right, there's people yes, in this yes. world that I would die for. Like that's the point where you're like, when you have a child, that's usually the first time in your life where you're like, yo, like this is the first like I would die for this human being. Like I would choose, I would put my life over this thing, mm-hmm. and that's probably the first time you really ever feel that. Yeah, for him to be 21 years old and say like and be ready to die is tragic, and and I think it was. And you know the other young young uh, young brothers and sisters in this movie like were probably like feeling a lot the same way. And, and he's a noble guy. This guy had five hundred to to uh, disappear. Was it five hundred to to escape the country? Yeah, and he he's gave, like, yo, you know how many you know how many people we, we can, can save in five years? He's like, this don't even make sense. He's like, yeah, this don't even. Well, this is when he thought he was going to jail. He's like, that don't yeah. even make sense to me. And I'm like, wow, yeah, like that's not fair. At twenty one years old, yeah, you keep thinking like that. And um, I. I really like this movie as a companion piece to Trial of Chicago 7 just because it shows what was going... Like, they take place at the same time and it also shows what was going on on the other side, you know? Um, Trial of of Chicago 7 definitely showed things from, like, a white liberal point of view. Whereas, like, we look at, like, Eddie Redmayne's character and I I pointed this out to my dad uh, last time we watched it and I'm like... Because he's like, oh, all right, the cops are going to arrest me or whatever. Just come get me tomorrow. No big deal. Just bail me out tomorrow. And I'm just like, wow. Do you see how like calm he is of like him being a, like a white, like a white privileged, educated male who is doing the right thing? Yeah. He's how cool he is with just going to jail because he knows that he's protected, that he's safe, that not. Whereas, as a black man, going to jail is a, like a nightmare. Like you do not want to go there. You see, like the living condition. And I love that this movie showed us Fred's living conditions in prison. It was like fucked up and like everything he was going through. Mm-hmm. It was. And also, I think, like, when he snuffed that CO, <laughs> like I said, this is not a good movie. Like, this is not a movie that you, you get, I think you need to be of certain education to watch this movie off back, because I do think you can pick yeah. up the wrong messages. Yeah. I would not, I would what? not, I would not sit my six-year-old, seven-year-old down and watch, put this movie on without having a stern, stern talking to before, during, and after this movie. What was the thing on a guy that carved on his, something carved on his chest? I didn't, yeah, I didn't get I, like, it said. 
And I, I didn't understand catch, that part either. I didn't catch any of that. Right. Mm. Yeah. I'm like... Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. Was he the guy that got him in trouble? That he had to fight the CO? Mm. Like... Yeah, I wasn't sure. I didn't, I didn't catch that either. Like, what the fuck? It looked painful. Yeah. Um, and I could have rewinded. I don't know why I didn't do that. Like, like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> too, like I'm but I was wrapped up. I was too wrapped up. That's true. Like, I'm in a movie that I can't rewind. Yeah. yeah. Um, true. But yeah, to, towards a certain point, this movie did get hard to watch a little bit, just in the same way that, like, When They See Us was, just in the, the treatment and the abuse that was going mm-hmm. on. And also, it was just hard to watch, you know, a lot of the, like, bright people just make really bad and foolish decisions, just, you know, being too far on, the, on, on one side. Like... One of the shaking my head moments was when Ashton Shander's character walks into and he sees the guys getting patted down by the police and harassed and he starts mouthing off and he pulls out a gun and shoots him. I actually like that scene. <laughs> no, it's a good scene, but I'm just like, oh, come on. Like, just because I like... Because I, they're still kids though. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just like, no, like that's not, that's not the way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not, like you're not going to win that fight that way. It has to be... Yeah. Institutionally, it has to be you have to fight institutionalism with institutionalism. The kids were 16 years old getting locked up at the, at the time, like getting thrown in adult, yeah, not yeah. juvenile, yeah, thrown yeah. in prison with. And you know what it reminded me of? It actually that scene actually reminded me of Tupac when Tupac shot them cops, the off duty cops, because they was uh beating up on some dude. Do you ever hear about that? Nah, you never heard about that? So Tupac was riding by one day and he saw these two dudes like jumping a guy. So he gets out his car and was like, yo, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And he just starts shooting at them. And they end up being off-duty cops. Mm. And he was able actually, he was actually able to get off because he was like, yo, I didn't know they was cops at the time I was shooting at yeah. them. That's crazy. Because they tried to charge him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, when, when, he goes, when he goes away and all hell breaks loose, I'm just like, because <sighs> you see, as much as... as as extreme as his words could be sometimes, I don't think Fred wanted violence. I don't think he was really... And, and they bring it up, because he's like, yo, you said this. And he's like, I didn't mean it like that. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, that's what you said, bro. Like, we're we're gonna, we're, we're behind you. So if you say jump, we jumping. Yeah. Are you talking about when Lakeith pulls out the C4? Yeah. 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 yeah he and he's like, yo, I no, I didn't ask for any of this. He's like, yo, what the, I, what the fuck I, you said? I think it was more so he's trying to set him up with yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the wire. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. No, but but even but even before that, like you looked you looked at the the characters without having his guidance and him t- stepping in and saying like, no, like he wouldn't he would have told Ashton Sanders do not shoot the cops mm-hmm. unprovoked. Like he wouldn't he would have told him, he would he wouldn't have told uh, the other kid who ends up dying near the steel oil barracks or whatever. Like you know, don't he would have been able sh- to save him. He would have been able to save him too. Like, um, yeah. but but yeah, it, it was sad when. I wish they would have, you know, no, never mind. I was going to say, I wish they would have shown us his death scene because it, it was just like, yo, he's dead. And I was like, oh, well, are we sure? We didn't see it. When he, the kid that was in the, the kid that was in the hospital. Oh, this is my Fred Hampton. No, 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 no. Jimmy oh, Palmer. Okay. Yeah, Jimmy Palmer. Ashton Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we just see him being wheeled away, but we don't actually see his death. Yeah. Um, And then the other kid gets into a straight up shootout. I'm like, oh, this guy's not getting out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, bugging um, overwhelmed about his boy dying. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, someone should have, but he wasn't there. Um, and then I guess that off. So Fred at that point gets out of jail, and Jake, <laughs> piece of shit that he gets, is like, kill him. And he's like, uh, Jesse Plemons is like, wait, what? We can send him to jail. He's going to jail. He's going to jail. Nah, 
he'll just be out in five years starting. We got we got to make an example of him. Kill him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. And he then passes the buck on to, uh, on to Lakeith Stanfield's character, who for the first like really shows conflict. And I did I did appreciate Lakeith Stanfield's acting in that in that scene. Like that was one of my favorite scenes in the movie where he's like he's actually getting like mad. It's like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, he, he's like, we got him. He's gone. And he's like, no. Because it's all fun and games until someone's got to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And th- and I think at that moment, that's when shit really got real for him. Um, Especially to a person who he know he gave up. Yeah. Like, he, he knew he was turning himself. Like, he was just going to surrender. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there yeah. was no need for bloodshed at all. Yeah. Um... But and then, and then after that scene, we get the the little rail scene, which I I will say was kind of effective because I was very I was confused myself. I didn't know who he was the second he walked up to him. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, first of all, is that a little rail? <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm like, huh? <laughs> they snuck the whole cast to get out in here. <laughs> they got little rail, the Keith Stanfield, Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, what's the guy in Atlanta uh, that plays Paperboy? I'm surprised he ain't get a role. Brian Tyree Henry. Henry. Yeah, I, I'm surprised he didn't oh, get a role. What we needed was uh, Allison Williams playing um. <laughs> Roy, Roy's wife, Donald Glover. Yeah, <laughs> could have got the dad from Get Out. Shit. Um, but I did. Li- I did like that. Um, the scene where he's like, "Who are you?" and he gives him the badge, and it's his old badge, his old FBI badge. Yeah. That's that score was very effective. I I did like the score, like those. Uh, I think it was like like the horns that will come in. Yeah. It was like, that's dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I was like, because yeah. it, it just let you. That like, gave me get out. Uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Vibes. I got get out vibes from it. Um, yeah, and then he gets put in a really bad predicament. We're back around to um, the part you were talking about earlier, Ralphie, where um, we're hearing about Fred's options. You know, like you gotta escape the country. You gotta get out of here. There's mm-hmm. places you can go. There's different options. And the whole time, Fred is sitting. I mean, not Fred. Um, Bill. Uh, Bill is sitting there like fuck. He really doesn't want to do it, but he ends up doing it anyway. He's like, hey, can I get you a drink? And I was confused at first because I almost forgotten about the little poison thing. Yeah. And I was like, so he what drugged is- him. Yeah. So the whole point when he was like laying down and he wouldn't get up when they were raiding yeah. the apartment, I was like, why isn't he moving? Like what happened? And I forgot that he had actually poisoned him. He got drugged. Yeah. Which, which you're right. I think the director should have told the Keith to pull back on the tears. Should've. He should have been like, look, look conflicted, but don't. Cry, don't cry, bro, Ralph, bro, Ralphie. If you, you're my boy. If you walked up to me crying, holding a beer, I'm not drinking it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm playing you to the side, like, is it like yeah, I'm like, yo, you want to talk, bro? Why are you crying and handing me shit, girl? Ralphie, what's going on? <laughs> You'll probably still drink it, nah. As you're talking to him, nah. I'm like, I'm like yo, what's did, good, nigga? Did you cry my shit? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think you still drink it. And yo, part of me was like, yo, please wake up, Fred. Yeah, please wake up. but you like, know it's, you know he's not. Yeah, you know he's not. But I was like, damn it's And then is, I thought they were, see. I'm unlike Steph. I didn't. I don't know the. St- I didn't know the story of Fred Hampton. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew. I knew he was. A, you know, in the 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 Black Panthers, but I, I didn't know anything about him other, other than that. Um. So I I'm thinking like, oh, is, are they gonna shoot the this baby the, mother too? Yeah. The wife, the yeah. girlfriend, whatever. Girlfriend. The girlfriend. I was like, oh shit, they're gonna shoot the girlfriend too. That's crazy. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was I was nervous about that, and then like when he. Points the gun at her her stomach. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, that's fucked up, man. I don't want to see that. Yeah, the, the movie really got kind of brutal to watch. At, at, at it was the, tough. That was a tough scene it was, to it was watch, a t- It was a tough scene, yeah. Because they just come in and start busting. Even was, the guy um gets shot through the door with the shotgun. I was like, yeah. god damn. Yeah. No warrant, no nothing. Um, Yeah, this, this, 
there was some tough scenes to watch. Uh, that scene was tough for me to watch. That was tough. Um, just a scene where, like I said, they were wheeling Ashton Sanders away, knowing that they were wheeling him off to go kill him in secret. That was that was pretty fucked up. Um, and just that part where it was like, it made me almost want to cry. It was the part when they were like, get up. And they're like, we can't. And like, why the fuck not? And it's like, because we're shot. And they're like, well, you better figure out how to stand up or I'm going to shoot you again. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? All, all these people mm-hmm. get away with this shit. Um, and they're like, oh, he's still alive. And then they're you know, killing they're him. They're like, dead. oh, he's, it looks like he's going to make it. Yeah. Just... Now, there's one more scene, right? The last scene of the movie is um, Jesse Plemons telling Will O'Neill, hey, there's still work to be done. And he slides in the slides in the money, correct? Is that gas- the... He gives him a key. He gives him a business. Yeah. He gives him a business. Yeah, that, that scene in the restaurant is the last scene of the film. That was his album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, like okay, okay. Witness protection, you know. Okay. Yeah, you know what? And I think... You know, for better or worse, this was Will O'Neill's film. I, I do think this was. I do think this was his movie that had Fred Hampton in it. You know, um, which is a shame. Fred Hampton should have his own movie. I agree. Um, and and I do think like a lot. I I've been reading a lot of reviews on the movie, and that's what the main point is. There's a lot of people that felt like that he, the movie should have been more about him. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was saying. Where it's like, if this is going to be Will O'Neill's film, you need to show every single aspect of this man. Right. Like if this is the person that we're that we're spending two hours with most of the time, I need to I need to see everything. I can't just don't just show me a rat for rat's sake. You know what I mean? Like going back to the departed, they're not that much alike, but um shows love life. Yeah, we saw Leonardo DiCaprio split. Like we saw his criminal life. We saw his home life, how alone he was, how his family and how fucked up things were from like we cared about that guy. Mm-hmm. Regardless if he was being a snitch or a rat or not. We we because that was our that was our guy that was who we were following. We didn't have to see Matt Damon that much. Like, he's right. a piece of shit. We didn't fucking care about him. He's <laughs> asshole. Um, yeah. So the movie could have did that, but um, and then we get an epilogue basically telling us everything that happened. I was spit on my TV when I saw uh, Bill O'Neill come on the screen. Yeah. Um, the, the fact that these guys raided the fucking apartment and then charged them with attempted murder of a police officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the- <laughs> <laughs> they shot. They they got a one shot. They got one shot off. They shot like what? 50, 90, 90 times? something. Yeah. Ninety something. Something like that. Yeah. And they got off one. Now one officer was hit, and they all got charged. Yeah. With seven counts each. Or something seven, like yeah, that. seven counts. Crazy. No cop was harmed, and they come on, fam. What fucking what fucking really dangerous operation goes off like that without a hitch? If you really did shit by the book, one of y'all would have got hit. <laughs> y'all not that precise. Crazy. You're not. You're not Navy SEALs, but um. And then to me, what was the biggest shock of the movie was, you know, Will O'Neill's suicide. I didn't know about that. Um, and I don't want to say, I'm not going to say. Some say, uh, not not some say, his wife says. Uh, she, her wife said, his wife says no. Yeah. But apparently there are people that can confess to him trying to jump out of a window earlier yeah, that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this was his, actually his second I, I I think it was suicide. I think personally. so too. Oh, she thinks he got murdered? No, she no, thinks that it was just an act. Because di- the way he died was he drove into traffic and got, like... So he, like, drove into oncoming traffic oh, and died. okay. So she was trying to... And they, they deemed it a suicide. So she's like, no, nah, it wasn't a suicide. But earlier that day, he... That attempted, doesn't sound like a suicide to me. But earlier that day, he tried to jump out, out, out of a window. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I it, think he ran out onto the... Oh, well, that's different. traffic. I, I think... Oh, he ran... Okay. I, I think he was on foot. Oh, okay, okay. If he was on yeah. foot, then. Yeah. Okay. 
But it, even like, I don't know. fam, if you try to commit suicide and then you die, if and you fail, yeah, and then you I, die yeah, later yeah. that day, I'm he, going to. He ran into traffic. He ran into he traffic. Ran, okay. Oh, so he hit by a car. Yeah, he committed suicide. Yeah, that's all right. That's a suicide. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about to say. Have you ever seen one? <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm gonna say like if you try to commit suicide and then you failed and then you die later that day. But it's crazy. Okay, the other part, like you don't want to kill somebody else while you're trying to kill yourself. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't think. Leave it to fuck. Leave it to Will O'Neill. I don't know. That's true. That's true. And but I don't want to speak ill will of the dead anyway. So okay, <laughs> you, you, you can speak ill of him. That's how I was gonna say something about J. Edgar Hoover, but you know what? Nah, you well, you was gonna say you was gonna say something else. <laughs> no, no, that's you was gonna say something that's gonna make us edit. That's the, yeah, that's different. <laughs> and I love that I don't have to edit this podcast yes. so far, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, not too late. Nah, don't J. Edgar, <laughs> hold my beer. <laughs> Um, you just put a bleep over it. <laughs> you do it. No, no, we're not doing that. We're not saying that. Anyways, um, yeah, and then, and then we find out that um, uh, Fred Hampton Jr. um continues to share uh serve as the chairman and board of the Black uh Panther Party clubs like around the country, yes. which is which is cool, which is cool, like which that. is really cool because he has one hell of a legacy behind him, and that's dope. And like I said, for a man that was only twenty one years old who had accomplished so much and. Sh- Strive to accomplish so much is just commendable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I think about what we were doing at 21 years old. It's like, yeah, man, what the fuck? shit. Like we didn't have like we didn't we didn't have the government like trying to kill us. So <laughs> I know some little niggas, man, yeah, got the government tight. That's a fact. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's come like, on, man. Like you a little nigga, you got the government. You want the go- yeah, you want you got the government wanting to like kill you, not even beat you up. <laughs> they want to they want to kill you. You doing you doing something? Yeah, that's you doing some something. crazy shit. Can I tell you who's a worse rat though than Will O'Neill? Though? Oh, let me think. Let me think about it. Six nine. Six. Yeah, I was gonna say Takashi <laughs> has a joke, but other than him, no, no, I was gonna say in the movie. Oh, the right. the, the rat that ends up confessing that he was. Point- oh, the other rat the who got somebody rat. else killed. killed. Yes. Oh, yeah, oh killed. fuck yeah, that. Dude, at least, man. at least what I thought, and I thought Will was gonna do that to another. I thought he was gonna do that to Ashton Sanders' character. At one point, like I thought he was gonna get the idea from no, him. No, what I was thinking, he was gonna do it to him. That that other informant, um, which he actually ended up doing when it when when they um trashed the, the the headquarters. Yeah, he was like, um, it gotta be uh, I forgot his name. That uh, the other informant, because mm-hmm. he's like, how they know where everything was? But and then that's when Jimmy came in and he was like, maybe you're the rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he, I thought he was gonna do that to someone else, and I was yeah. like, he's lost me this entire movie if he does that. Like, I don't want to see him. I don't want to see Lakeith in six more movies. <laughs> I wasn't gonna watch his next three movies. But originally, I think he was trying to pin it on the informant, oh, the right, right, as being the informant. And I'm just like, what a f- this. I feel like FBI recruitment gonna drop after this. Like, if this yeah. if this movie is really popular, people are gonna hate the fucking. Uh, federal government. I hope people watch it, man. I hope people watch it. It deserves to be watched. It, it does. Unlike uh, last two movies, all. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't watch the little things. <laughs> nah, you, you can scan. You, you can watch. Or it. Or even read about it, man. Yeah. Um. Do you have a book on it? FBI, Actually, I man, crazy. I meant to ask you that. Um, a book you, on on the Black Panthers. Do I? I do not. Oh okay. Not gonna want. I definitely. That's the next thing I want to put on my reading list. Definitely. Um. But you you should watch the Huey Newman story. By Spike Lee, it's a documentary, right? It's like a one man play. Oh, where could I watch it at? Hmm. I've seen it on HBO a long time ago. Oh, okay, maybe oh, HBO oh. still, maybe HBO Max. Uh, got maybe another one. For maybe it. they'll put it on there. 
Maybe if, if it's an if it's an HBO original, they might still have it. Yeah, Spike Lee <laughs> filmed it. Um, is it would definitely be great to put on for this month. Yeah, on HBO Max. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look for it. Um, and then you know fi- the final outro to the to the movie was um the song by her. That was a really dope song. Mm. I felt like to me that song just like cap perfectly capped off the movie. Like yo, just, uh, speaking of songs. Did Jay Z change his verse? Did he? For Murder to Excellence? I heard. I arrived on the day Fred Hampton died. Why would he? Yeah, but it? instead he said I arrived on the day Fred Hampton, um, was murdered. Oh, I would have to go back and listen. So was Jay Z actually born the day he died? If it was, um... he was not on the day December fourth. Yes, but not the year. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jay Z okay. was no. Jay Z was born nineteen sixty nine. Was he? Yeah, Jay-Z's he's born. Jay-Z's old. Yeah, Jay-Z's born. He's getting up there. 19- yeah, he was born on, I think, the exact same day. Yeah, he was born December 4th, 1969. So, oh, shit. Yeah, so he really... I, didn't, I really didn't think he Jay-Z was that old. Because I'm like, yo. Yeah. I don't think Jay-Z's that old. Nah, Jay-Z, bro, Jay-Z, Jay-Z's 51. Shit. But My dad is older than that. Hold on, can we just talk about like, how ill Jay is? Like, I arrived on the day Fred Hampton died. Well, there you go. Yeah, niggas just multiply? So, when, like, a real nigga was yeah, born in his we place? Get it, we come get on, it. son. Don't yeah, get me talking yeah, about yeah. All right, come on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> come on, I'm trying that to... That bar is about 10 years old, bro. It don't matter. <laughs> Timeless. But, um, yeah, I, I heard he changed the lyric, switched the lyric up. Um, I'm going to check it out. I'm listening right after this. Yeah, now, yeah, now I got to check it out myself. Hold on, I'm about to put it on. Um, but before that, uh, let's just, just to wrap things up. Um, yeah, like I said, the, the, um, I really like that Her song that played at the end. I had sat through the credits. That's how much I like the song. Um, and yeah, that was it, man. So what, what would you grade this film? On a, um, I a- told you my grades already, so I'll, I'll just say it again. Mm-hmm. I give it a B. Okay. I give it a solid B. It's a really good movie and I, and I enjoyed it. Told you my gripes with it. So I, I think B is an appropriate, uh, letter grade for me. Okay. Steph? I give it a B as well. Okay. Um, I'll give it a B plus. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. I'm definitely probably gonna go back and rewatch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, just for the just for the just for the performances and the, just the weight of the story. And like I said, this movie had some really really great shots in it. It's, the cinematography was probably my favorite thing about it. Um, and and, and like I, I'm just a fan of crime dramas, and that's at the bare bones that that this is what this was. This was a bio. This was a biopic. This was a history drama. Yeah. But I, it, but it was also a, a a crime drama thriller. It had those elements and i enjoyed it and it was very well done well made well written so yeah i'm gonna give it a b plus yeah just me knowing it just kind of it, 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 it gave me that like like i wish i had that feeling of yo is he gonna die here like when they yeah. gonna find out he's what an is informant i'm trying to think of this there's a lot of movies like the departed yo like like every time I that watch should it, have me on my like on the edge of my seat like yeah. oh shit well no like every time i watch the departed I'm just like, yo, don't meet him on the roof. Yeah. Take the stairs. Because oh, you've seen it. Yeah, because I know he's going to get his fucking head blown. I'm like, yeah. take the stairs. And, <laughs> and I know the next time I watch this, I'm going to be like, yo, Fred, don't take that drink. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but um, shout outs to everyone that was involved. Shout outs to Shaka King for this being their, uh, uh, their second movie. <laughs> so for this to be your second movie is really big. It's really the first movie. Yeah, really. A first, the first one was probably yeah. still the film. For this to be your first movie, what... Such talented actors and everyone involved. Is I can't really wait dope. to see the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the next one? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the next one. Whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever. Part two? <laughs> <laughs> no, Shock King's next movie. Like, I, this, this is a good enough movie where I'm interested to see like what you're going to do What next. you do next, yeah. yeah. Um, and then produced by Ryan Cooley. That's our guy, so. Um, yeah, and that has been Judas and the Black Messiah. This has been 
episode three of our after hour segment. The next one we will be doing will probably be called episode three of a after. So this is another. This is another segment. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So this is a full episode. Yeah. So these are our these are our movie reviews that we do yeah. oh, with, with oh. HBO coming out and if we go to the theaters and shit. Okay. So the I was next about one... to start ram- rambling on about other shit. Oh, you thought oh, you thought we were still doing yeah. the podcast? No, 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 no. You gotta come back next. Come week. back next week, man. Yeah, that's that's it. That's your incentive to come back. Yeah. Um, yeah maybe. <laughs> oh, you're fired again. Yeah, you're back to be the motor after this episode. What's <laughs> I was never hired <laughs> or paid. But uh, yeah, the next one we'll probably be doing will probably be Kong, King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. I think in March. Uh, but until then, we'll see you next week with another full episode. And until then. Be well, because the street lights are already off. I don't give a fuck about that shit. This is after hours. Yes, sir. I'm Kai. It's your boy, Ralphie. Say something. Steffi Newton. All right. The Steffi Newton. (laughs) Also, the intern. (laughs) Huey P. Newton, baby. Rest in peace. And we are out. Rest in peace. Later.